Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. We have episode number 59 for you guys. Uh, we actually were not on the pod after the Seattle series, but they took that series three out of four, and we are now speaking right after the Royals series in the afternoon. And they have just taken two out of three from the Kansas City Royals. They keep winning series, heading into the big festivities for tomorrow of the, of the Field of Dreams game in Iowa between us and the White Sox and then we have an off day Friday and then finish off the series for the rest of it at Chicago and the Yankees continue to win series we're not at the point we are not in the playoffs at the moment but we are certainly in the playoff picture the the Boston Red Sox keep losing ahead of us we have the Oakland A's they keep winning it seems and other teams ahead of us kind of keep a leg up as well so it's a tight race but the Yankees continue to do what they're supposed to do in winning series Tyler and we're feeling good heading into the Chicago series it's going to be a tough battle between us but it should be very fun to watch the cornfield that is going to be the the host of the state the host of the game and that that whole allure i mean if you are other i'm gonna have to call you out tyler you have not seen field of dreams hey, but, hey, I, I would have manned up to it but you are you are <laughs> you are doing the right thing and planning to watch it tonight after we're done recording so that is at least good so you will kind of get the I, listen, if you're if you're a field of dreams fan and or if you're a baseball fan, I would say that most times you have watched Field of Dreams, and there is not a moment. I'm, I'll give you a little kind of not a spoiler, but a something to expect. If you are a person that went out and had a catch with a, a male figure, whether that's a father or something, you, there's not a there's not a, a tear that's not shed when you watch that movie, and it just is at the 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 <laughs> the root of baseball and just the love of the game. And I think it's one of the best things that Major League Baseball has done in the past 10 years, I would say outside of maybe doing the wild card. So it's a great, it's going to be great tomorrow. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm a sucker for all-star game festivities and stuff like this. So it's going to be exciting. And especially that the, that we got the Yankees finally playing at a high level because I was expecting this team to not be, or I was, when this team was, when this team was struggling, I was very much looking forward to the the field of dreams game. But I was saying, I wish they were kind of good heading into this game with Chicago. But now it's going to be a battle, Tyler, because we're winning games. And it's it should be very entertaining, even though we have Andrew Heaney on the mound. And it could possibly be batting practice. But I think we'd say we're feeling a lot better than we did, you know, a month ago. So how we doing, Tyler? How you feeling after the series? Are, are you excited to watch Field of Dreams and then watch the game tomorrow? Rob, Rob, how are we? Um... I'm doing all right, dude. Pretty hot right now. Hot. I think we got a heat wave going on in the Northeast. Um, Yanks, dude, looking good. Uh, we're dismantled still. COVID still just keeps biting us in the ass. Um, I am excited to watch Field of Dreams. I've heard enough of it on Twitter, so I'm excited to actually know what people are talking about mm-hmm. uh, for a change. Yes. So I look forward to that. Yeah, Andrew Heaney's on the mound. I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Louis, maybe Luis Heal, like give us, you know, that young energy or something. But yeah, dude, I got nothing to complain about. I mean, I got stuff to complain about. I always do, but um, I'm in a good mood right now, Rob. The Yankees just keep winning series. Um, 
They had a tough a tough win the first game of this series. They took it to the Mariners, winning three out of four, like you said, and then uh, winning another series against Kansas City. All stuff that we want them to do. Exactly. You know, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get all worked up over the sweeps and and this that and the third. But the Yankees are winning series. The Red Sox are losing series. The Yanks have won we'll have nine of their that. last tens. Yep, exactly. The Yanks have won nine of their last ten series, and they're without about two bazillion players. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm hyped. Let's get it. It's a good time. Got a tough matchup. We're gonna be we're gonna be facing some good pitchers this yes, week. Yes, they got Rod Rodon on the mound. They got Giolito. They got all the. I do think he just hit the IL. Who today though, Rodon? Oh, really? So that yeah. is. So I don't know who's pitching for them tomorrow, but they got a they got um, some horses. Yeah, Dylan Cease has been pitching well. They have Giolito, obviously. They have Lance Lynn, obviously. They got a ton of pitchers, so anyone they throw at us is a good pitcher. And I think we got uh, Jamison Tyone. I know Nestor's pitching one of the games in Heaney. So not really throwing our best uh, best stuff out there this weekend. But, hey, let's get it, I guess. You know, it'll be fun to watch. Is this, It's just one game. Yeah, field, so it right? actually helps us that there's an off day because it gives us an opportunity to get a rest in for a pitcher that would probably likely, if we didn't have that rest day, we would maybe have to do oh, another I didn't bullpen even, open day. I didn't even know it happened like that. Well, the reason that they're – I didn't know it went – oh, okay. The reason that they're probably doing it is they want to just surround it, the, the buzz, and make it a big deal for the Field of Dreams game. And yeah. it's kind of a one-off thing, but I do think in the future they're going to use it. Maybe they're going to test it out. Obviously, it should be it, – it's the first time, so maybe there are going to be some little hiccups and some, I would say, <laughs> bore – or not, what's the word here? What, I imagine they'll have the field MLB ready. Yeah, though, dude. No, I mean, they, but, they did it for Toronto for the last – But the thing that I'm getting know, at, though, months. Tyler, is there's always going to be the haters that are going to say – why are we playing at the Field of Dreams? It's, relax. This is one thing that I will yeah. not kill baseball whatsoever for. As I said in the opening, I think this is probably the best idea that they've had, say, in the past 10 years, other than maybe the wild card game, the one-game wild card game. In my opinion, I think it's a great thing. Some and people the, may think it's I like not. the London series. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. It looks like it's MLB sport, ready. Man. I will say it's going to be very funny if John and Susan – are calling the game and don't know what the hell happened if a ball is hit into the cornfield and they say <laughs> where the hell that you know where is it you know that's baseball see like that's I don't even season. I don't even get yeah. that joke is that just like a well did something happen in the movie well the whole <laughs> thing is that he he turns his baseball he turns a cornfield into a baseball field and the whole idea ah. it's in in the cornfields of Iowa so it's um the the whole you know the 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 f- and where fans would be in the stadium around it is cornfield. So say a ball is – I don't know how the walls are going to look. I haven't seen up and up close, so we'll obviously find out tomorrow. Yeah. But one of the things was, are there walls out there? What if a ball just dribbles into the cornfield and John and Susan just yeah, don't know what to do? It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I would say that they're probably smart in saying that there will be walls there, but we've – I being an avid listener sometimes of the – of the of the broadcast on radio john and susan have had a tendency to be fooled by what is on their screen and on the monitor so uh (laughs) so i can only imagine that having the cornfields will add a little bit of um of a a challenge to them so i thought it would be a little funny if if something happens there uh but yeah they're getting old rob yeah it's true but i mean (laughs) 
Listen, man. They <laughs> we love him. Yeah. Uh, oh God, John made the reference for the Joey Gallo home run that we'll get into, obviously. But he did the um, he did. Pat- Isn't it from like a musical? Dude, in, like, it's the from 50s? it's from a musical <laughs> in 1957 in reference to I think Frank Sinatra. I could be wrong on that. I may have seen something on Twitter that was kind of you know he was he was researching for days. But too, but the thing was, it. it's so funny because. You got to love John and Susan just because they're oh, yeah, theatrical. Absolutely. But he – I will say they're a bit – I will never forget listening to a game and he was – they because they always do the Star Wars nights even when, you know, CC dressed up as Yoda and gave out stuff. And he said, he goes, you know, Susan, I've never seen a Star Wars movie ever, not even when they were coming out. So John and Susan are exactly <laughs> – I don't know. Susan could be different, but I would say John definitely is kind of – He's in his own He's world. He's in his own world and <laughs> his own uh, time frame. And that when he did the pal Joey, it was very funny. Don't get me wrong, but it was it, you could say it's dated to say the least. But you know we love it. We'll see. He switches it up though too. Like he's not. He doesn't typically, or unless it's you know a rod, uh, a bomb from a rod or something that's so set in stone to a guy. Yeah, he's got a couple. He did um for Rizzo. He switched it up from Rizzo Rakes to um he did another one. What was it? I can't remember. I'd. Someone will have to tweet us or something, but I know he switched it up for Rizzo because I didn't. I wasn't really particularly the biggest fan of Rizzo Rakes, but he did switch up that one. So he he may he may switch from Pal Joey to something else from uh, for Gallo. But I guess that's a good segue into the first game, Tyler, of Seattle. We'll kind of yeah. run through these and and get to get to the rest of the rest of the games because we have a lot to break down because we didn't talk about after. But uh, game one, Nestor pitched. Um, Another good performance by Nestor. Five innings pitched, five hits, given up, two earned runs, three walks, and two Ks. I uh, was able to give you a solid performance to put you in a position to win. Um, and this was uh, – they were trailing in this game, and then Higashioka uh, got in a run and as well. Um, then the, the Seattle ended up going up by, by um, 3-2. Um, and – Joey Gallo, we get two runners on. We got Judge and Stanton on. I think it was a few singles. And then Joey Gallo touches the absolute moon with, with this ball, with his first home run. And he. Yeah. That he, was a. That was a, a yeah. Oh, I think I lost it for a minute, Robert. Oh. No, you're good. I was just going to say that was a prime porch job by Joey G. And I was, I was here for it, dude. Yeah. Little Judge and Stanton, two out. I think Judge had a two out hit, and then Stanton had like a two out walk or something, or maybe his was a two out hit as well. Yeah, but that was prime Joey G time, dude. Prime Joey G, touch the moon. Um, I agreed with John Boy. He made a point. They were on uh, FAN, friend of the pod. Jake was on there as well, uh, and John Boy had made the point that that was the way that you wanted the home run to be, or at least the first one. Cause that was an oh, easy yeah, yeah, porch job. <laughs> and he's any, like, okay, like any other, I can hit it that far and it'll go over. Yeah. Any other, no doubter you would have been, you know, it would have been a no doubter, but the fact that this is the reason that we brought him in and we wanted him to, to hit it for the, and then we got him for the short porch is, um, is satisfying to say the least. Um, you know yeah. he hasn't. He's his struggles have somewhat continued, but it was good for him to kind of get that one out of his system and kind of, uh, you know, start off on a good in a game that we needed and we and he and it's a game winner. So um, obviously at the end of this one, it got 
shaky with Chapman, but Chapman was ended ended up to close it out when Haniger hit that ball into left field. Your heart kind of stopped and said, "Oh my God, not again!" But it makes you feel like the t- the the tide, knock on wood, may finally be turning. Because you know, Rob, six weeks ago, I don't care what anyone says, that ball is going out. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree with and that. And it's just another crusher. The stadium was juiced for these games too, dude. I was so jealous. Yeah. It was a- I think there was like I think they were getting up to like forty thousand. Stadium went nuts when Joey Gallo hit the um that late three run home run to give us the lead. Yeah. Feels like baseball, dude. Yes. And then the next game we had game two. We won with the bullpen opener. Wandy Peralta has come back and he's actually pitched pretty well. Um yeah. Some people are not the biggest fans of him, but he's been putting out solid performances as of late. But that's honestly, I can't get him on him too much because this whole bullpen is just very on and off. There has not been one, I would say, not one real clear, consistent guy. So, Well, I'd say Laza, beside, I mean, because you're not going to – I think he's had two bad games. But even but, as of know, late, bullpen, Laza's you're... been kind of struggling, I would say. He's he's had his moments as of late. Yeah, he, he blew – he gave up a run uh, yesterday. But, I mean, you're not going to have a scoreless – you're going to give up a run here and there. Yeah. Bullpen so, guys, they make like 70 appearances a year. Yeah, but, I mean, I will say it hasn't been as locked down as we want it to. So, it's going to – Not at all. It's going to – I wouldn't say that it's at the point where it's not going to be a strength for us heading down the stretch, but it's something to keep an eye on that we want to be better. But um, bullpen game, yeah. So, Wandy opens, and then uh, Yankees go down early, one nothing, but then we end up tying it with a sack fly – Zach Fly underrated, and this one goes to extras, and then it kind of bounced back and forth. The Mariners scored in the 10th, and then Stanton comes up clutch and ties the game, and then Gardner goes at guard dog in the 11th, gives the Yankees a reason to keep him around and um, gives them a reason to really think that he is capable of being the starting center fielder, which is it is yeah. what it is. Gardy gave you a vintage moment, and he even admitted it in the press conference after with Meredith that – he hasn't had the best season, but he came through, and I texted you, and I said, because the at-bat before in the inning, I said, he he fouled off an 89-mile-an-hour, um, I want to say sinker, right down the heart of the plate, and <laughs> he ended up then popping out to second base, and I... <laughs> It's just like, he just throws the bat head out in front, dude. He's just trying to, like, all right, please touch the bat. I was just so frustrated. And then when he came back up around, I was like, this dude is going to hit this walk off. And then you, uh, in turn, texted me and you said, bah, ha, 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 ha. And then I was just, you know, whatever. Egghead gets it done again, and the Yankees win in a thrilling and then, walk dude, off. To, yeah. to cap it off, I think Jonathan Davis was the one that, like, ran over and picked him up. His sig- like, yeah. Dude, what a weird season. Like, Jonathan Davis is the first one out of the dugout. He's been on the team for, like, four and a half days. And he's, like, picking up old man Guardy that's been there for 12 years or <laughs> however long he's been there. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, what the hell? What is going on? Um, game. But, yeah, Stan, I mean. Yeah, go ahead. To point out real quick, Rob, Judge, Judge Big, that's a clutch sack fly in the bottom of the eighth to kind of tie that up. Yep. And then Stan was a two-out single to keep the game alive. Well, hold Top on, Tyler. Did not Judge do- isn't clutch, so you can't say that. Yeah, not clutch. <laughs> Get out of here <laughs> with then, that garbage, dude. And then, like you said, guard dog kind of had a wild at bat and uh, 
gives us a dub. Yeah. Um, and then we head into game three. And was this the game that they announced then that Rizzo had COVID, or was this actually earlier? Did they do that earlier? Um, I don't, I don't know if Rizzo played because now Rizzo played the three-two game that we won, so yeah. he must have. So yeah. it was then the next day that Rizzo gets an, announced to have uh, COVID. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> so they announced that he has. And was it Gary too? Uh, yeah, Gary. This game. Gary was. Uh, no, was I think the game before. No, I actually think it was at the beginning of the series. Actually, I think. Yeah, it was at the beginning of the series, I believe. Um, that, Whatever. We lost both of them for the series, and and next. Yeah, and, and next. more player, <laughs> and more player, and Clay Holmes, and you know we're getting back. Probably not for this weekend series, which would be huge. But Gumbo and Cole will be back the next week. Um, yep. But yeah, uh, we lose them to COVID, which is just incumbent on this team just this season is just the season from hell and we'll see how it goes because this is just hell of a rob i've been telling you hell of a world series dvd to come yes um so then game three we have heaney on the bump and he once again starts off really bad like shit uh seager homers off of him uh judge then comes back and homers in the second half of the inning and then uh they go up four one but then the boys battle back. Odor hit a home run. Higashioka with a clutch hit to to tie the game. And then Rizzo. Oh, actually, we were wrong. Rizzo Rizzo uh, grounded into fielder's choice or a double play with uh, no outs. And then uh, that's how the run scored. And then for game four is when he got coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus. That's when he got COVID. Um, and actually, I think Gary said that he was. Uh, they said that Gary. Gary Sim, not like crazy, crazy bad symptoms, but he was feeling symptoms. So, you know. Yeah, Rizzo, Rizzo has some symptoms too. And, you know, Anthony Rizzo is a cancer survivor as well. So, yeah. Got to take know, it All seriously. the best towards him. Yeah. Um, so, not, not the best circumstances when you want to win games, but uh, the Yankees battled in this game and it kind of gave off vibes. Of, this was uh, one of the better wins of the year. Yeah, right, and and I think I don't know what it is now after the Royals because I don't know if those constitute as a um, comeback. I know that, I, but I know the Yankees for a fact do lead the league at this point. Uh, lead Major League we, Baseball in comebacks. So yeah, and and Rob, they I saw some stat pop up on like a on the broadcast, and um, they said that. The Yankees have won more one-run games than anyone in baseball. And I remember – I don't know if you remember last year. Like, you know, you could take that for whatever it is. You know, it's either, all right, they don't blow teams out like they should be or, you know, they're winning close games. But last year the Rays led all of baseball in close winning close games, games within one run. And the Yankees never won, won close games last year, so – Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, it, <laughs> knows, it's dude. either going to play to their favor of showing resiliency or it's just going to show that, you know, they should be putting away, t- like you said, the, like they should be putting away teams quicker with this line. But, you know, I, I think that's a good stat. I will say I think that's yeah. a good stat. And um, I've also just kind of accepted that this is not – like the lineup looks good on paper, but they're just not – a team that you can confidently say, okay, yeah, we're going to go and score nine today. Yeah. And there's no chance the other team scores nine runs. 
Yeah, you know. So that's maybe just, I mean uh, once in a while. Uh, what was the what was the game? They have the ability to the thirteen run game for Baltimore was good, and then yeah, yeah, um, and then game four they lose two nothing. Luis Gill though pitches uh, five innings pitch, two hits, two walks, and eight Ks on ninety two pitches. So that was a good performance for him. Uh, but once again, the offense was just completely flat in this game. Um, I think they. I think I think it was this game where they had. I want to say close to eight runners in scoring position, and they just didn't let them in. So, like you said, like the point earlier. Yeah, it was a really where, boring game to watch. Like you said earlier with one of your points, you said that, you know, on paper this team, uh, but you got to take it for what it is in reality. Um, so, I mean, in in on paper you would think that this team would – would get in runs at, at certain points, but sometimes they just fall flat. And I guess that's just a part of their identity and we have to deal with it, which is, which yeah. is what it is. So, um, that's a team where, but we're going to still root for them and we're still going to get this goddamn train to, to the postseason, hopefully. And, yep. and buy that world series DVD at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, they take, uh, they take three out of, three four. Out of four, baby. Um, and let's run through our, so we have, we've been doing before, uh, we've been doing our MVPs and MVPs of sucking, but I don't know how this idea did not come upon me prior or, or Tyler, but as you know, listening, our podcast is called the four train savages because of, you know, savages in the box and the whole Aaron Boone sure. thing. Um, even though, you know, <laughs> Aaron Boone is Aaron Boone, uh, but he gave us a name for our podcast. So, um, <laughs> We are now going to rename the MVPs of the series, actually the savages, Savage or Savages of the series, if we have multiple, but usually we'll go with the Savage of the series. So me and Tyler will each take we'll, – we'll be rebranding it. And and it's still good to do it now, Tyler, because I'd say we're pretty early on in our podcast. I mean, this is oh, our yeah. first full oh, season. Yeah, uh, and But we're still going to do MVPs of sucking because at the moment we don't have a name for it. But we're going to keep the brainstorm going. If anyone has any suggestions, I mean, tweet at us at 4Savages, at 4TrainSavages on IG. Get DM us anything. Um, and yeah. we'll, we look forward to, to hearing. Cause we're, we'll, but we'll have the – MVPs of sucking is still fine. I mean, it kind of gets the point across. But for the Savage of the series for Seattle – if you guys didn't know, that was the sound. So <laughs> hopefully, you know, we'll get, it'll come through nice. I think it. I think I think you guys got the point. So for my savage of the series, I'm gonna go with Giancarlo Stanton. Dude has been very very good um, outside of the Royal series that we'll get into. Um, but he, you know, he still strung some hits in that game. But in his past two series, or prior to the Kansas City versus Seattle and versus Baltimore, he has shown out and been a very good performer for the Yankees and he has been um he's had his his bad stretches obviously and he looks lost at the plate sometimes um but this series you know with the game tying hit in that game two to get get across a run and then Guardy coming up um you know I, I'm gonna save my rant for it later of the unnecessary hate I'll save it towards the end of the episode um but Giancarlo Stanton is my savage of the series for sure um and I think uh, I think hopefully we can continue this for Stanton and and I mean if you look at his numbers it's not bad numbers man it's just sometimes the the 
you know, looking at it, it could be very bad sometimes with his at bats and the way that he swings. But that's that's who I got for my Savage of the Series. Who is your first new rebranded Savage of the Series for Seattle, Tyler? Number one, yo, I'm gonna start actually, Rob. Now that we says, I'm gonna start keeping track of what who we name on a weekly basis. Okay, yeah, so we can kind of pivot back. Yes, as I like well. that. But um. I don't know if he's gotten one this year, Rob, but Savage of the Series for me, no other than Brett Gardner, dude. <sighs> big win. Big win. Walk-off hit. Didn't have a huge series. He had three hits, but... um, Guard dog. <laughs> I yeah, I kind of hate to say it, but Gardner's been putting together some halfway decent games. Would I rather have Greg Allen there? Hell yeah, man. Yeah. But, um, you know, Gardy's producing for the most part as of right now he's playing center field you know like a legitimate professional center fielder should be and he had a big hit to win a what would have been i think a a crushing game to lose um considering the yankees blew um four leads in this no that wasn't that game. never mind no that was the next game that's 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 the next series but would have been a crushing game to lose in extras seattle so yeah yeah guardy i like it uh so actually we're not going to give out an mvp of sucking i would say maybe honorable mention would be heaney but i i i'm not going to do that because he did give us six innings um and he continued and he fought back and he did his job and boone praised him after the game uh but it was a series win i mean you could kind of pick out instances on the offense i mean i honestly you know who i'm gonna give uh mvp of sucking to Mistake. was the offense collectively on 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 third on uh, that's exactly what i was gonna say on sunday okay because <laughs> i that's the only one that you could really yeah. say because i they they performed well and they fought back in earlier games and and got it done so but yeah sun sunday yeah, they was, just came out they came out flat on sunday was came out flat on sunday yeah sunday wasn't good um so let's move on to Kansas City. Uh, this is the deflating game that what could have been a loss. Yes. Uh, so Jamison Tyone on the bump, six innings pitch, four hits, four Ks, zero earned runs. Dude's making a case to be. He's good, Rob. He's he is good. good. I'm here and ready to say that I was wrong, and he's pitching Me well. As well. Um, and he he's making a case he's making a case to be the option if we get to a series to be the second starter and i people will say well one what happens if kluber comes back what happens if severino i'll be honest with you yeah i'm be honest with you i want jameson tyone on the bump if this is the guy that we're getting i am not ready to take a chance with them getting back because when they come back what are you going to get from them say Four start, four or five starts, right? Or more than that? I yeah, mean, and Rob, when, and Rob, what, what, like, people forget, too, I think. it. J-Mo has been, he was two Tommy John surgeries removed prior to pitching this year. It might have just taken him two months to get loose, Cancer, too. Yeah, cancer as well. It might have just taken him to two months to get to where he felt comfortable again. But I mean, Jamo Shovin, what did he won? Uh, player of the, of the month, month in July. I think player of the month actually. Player of the month, but um, it's I like what you said because this, not this specific line. Like I don't expect Jamo to go out there and you know put up zeros every game, but I expect a good start from Jamo. Much from better now on. Much better than 
last year. Or, he doesn't have like meltdown. In, it feels like last year, right? I mean, I just me April and May compared to June, July, and early August. He's, he's kind of like, he's kind of completely re- different pitcher. He's kind yeah. He's kind of giving me the vibes of of a of a similar number two in the sense of a shutdown Tanaka. I I will say when Tanaka was cooking and he could go out there and and give you those innings and. I, I that that's kind of what we need, dude. I I don't I don't I don't see how you not make him the second starter uh, for a, for a game two and after your ace. That's kind of the way I feel about it. Um, but yeah, great performance by him in this game. But it takes us uh, finally an offense to come around in the seventh. Um, and Voit Voit got in a run and then they ended up tying in it. This is I think a historic game in the sense that every time it went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth up Yankees until the Yankees blew four straight leads. <laughs> yes, up until the bottom of the 11th. Um but the Yankees pull away and win 8-6. Can I I'm going to say something that may make you mad and is probably going to make a lot of MLB fans mad, but I'm going to say it anyway. What now, th- now you like the extra rule? With one caveat, I think if they do the Mickey Mouse rule, but they make it so you get two innings of actual baseball after, so the sign me up tenth and eleventh. But once you hit the eleventh and no one can score, you go to Mickey Mouse rules. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think that is smart because I'll be honest with you, yeah, this could have been an eighteen inning game, Rob, and I would have been dead in the next yeah, day. Yeah, because I look at MLB's bottom line, dude. A game in Kansas Players City. Players don't want to play 18 innings either, I, dude. Did you see that video I sent you? I think I sent you a TikTok with uh, – Of the players liking the rule. Was, yeah, that's why the MLB wants to change it after this year. It, it's the only people that really seem to not like it are us. Because <laughs> Chris, I sent yeah. you that video, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Only when it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Chris Bryant was talking about it, and he was saying, like, dude, I like these rules because it – one, I mean, call it. The fans will say, "Well, you're selfish, and you know you should go out there and play." I mean, these guys want to preserve their body. Obviously, they have a a mindset of, you know, they want to make money down the road, and they want to be able to play. And maybe they hit a certain amount of and games. There's no played. other sport that yeah. plays this many games. Yeah, that's too. So, um, I think if they did the Mickey Mouse rules, but in the eleventh, I think I would be behind that. But Obviously, they're going back to it because uh, fans rule all over sports like that, so fans don't like it. But I'll be honest, not I'm not against the Mickey Mouse rules after this game. I think they it opened my eyes finally, um, and I and I I seem to be a fan. Um, I've always I've always been down to just kind of like prolong it a little bit, like you said. Just give us like two innings after the bottom of the ninth or the top, you know, iron after the ninth inning. Give us a couple innings of real baseball, and then go into it. And you realize, okay, these teams can't fucking score, so (laughs) they need a little help. The Mickey Mouse rules. They need a little help. (laughs) They need a ghost runner. Yeah, let's let's provide the training wheels for this for the, the scoring that needs to be done to go to sleep. Yes. Um. But if they lose this game, I'm my day. I'm pissed off the entire next day because I stay up till one thirty to watch it. Yeah. Um. So basically, what happened? Um. Voight puts us up, and then uh, and then it just kept going back. Lopez singled in a run. Then Higgy got a sacrifice fly. Then Gardner singled. And then we go up two. Then Gerard Dyson comes back and hits a sack fly. Alberto singles and D. And then finally in the top of the eleventh, DJ doubles. 
then Gardner gets in on a uh, infield single, and then we get in, we go up eight, eight five, and then uh, Oliveris actually got a run in the in the eleventh, and we hold it off with um, who closed this one out? Uh, Wandy Peralta, I think, right? Yeah, it it made no sense after Laza <laughs> Britain, Ch- not Chapman. Um, how did this go? This was yeah, this was just a ridiculous. Yeah, game. Bull, not a great outing for the bullpen. Not great at all. Not a really good then, week for I, the bullpen I'm, so far. Yeah, not really. I tweeted when Clay Holmes came in too. I was like, I have the utmost confidence in Clay Holmes right now, without a doubt in my mind. He wins. He he closes this game out. And then he blew it. And we were up two runs going into that inning, too. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. But, yeah, Wandy has uh, – Wandy's turned a corner somewhat. We'll see what else happens with him. But for now, he's he's been pretty good in his last outings, being the opener and then um, in his relief appearances. Uh, but, yeah. three outs, Wandy. Yeah. So, Yankees take this one, 8-6. Uh, you lost sleep over it. Uh, not – not really for the good reasons, but they finally get out of it and they win. As long as they win, dude. That's all we need. Um, and then game two uh, was not as good as we wanted it to end up, but uh, we lose this one 8-4. Nestor Cortez, five innings pitch, seven hits, five runs, four, four of them earned, five Ks. Uh, just a bad defensive game for Higashioka. Um, so pointing that out being for all the supporters of saying that Gary plays bad defense. I'll be one to come out and say it. It was a bad game for Higgy, not defending yep. him at all. Bad game. Uh, Rid- Riddling's actually too made a uh, costly error um, that led on a run, and then it kind. Of, this is what always happens with the Yankees. They let like uh, a, a dumb error happen or something, and then it, that's just how baseball works. It just spirals after that. Weird but, sport. Um, but yeah, it was. The Yankees were actually up 4-3 heading into the bottom of the six, but then Salvador Perez is just having a, a really good year. I wish they would just yeah. get him and Whit Merrifield out of there and put him on contenders or something. But he's I like know. he's like Mr. Kansas City Royal, so it's kind of tough. But uh, those players are good, though. Um, but, yeah, then after that, they just it was just bad defense around, and the Yankees and this just was looked a game, flat. Yeah, and this was a game, Rob, where – you know, bullpen was beyond taxed. Um, I know they mentioned fatigue in, uh, in like, the press conferences a little bit, and the players, you know, were like, oh, no, no fatigue, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. You know, I think came into a play a little bit. Um, they milked the shit out of Nestor. Um, he should not have been in there for even a third time around, but they kind of went into this game, at least for my opinion, they were like, Nestor's got to go five because we just cannot – we cannot tax a bullpen again. Mm. And, you know, they still ended up doing it. I mean, no, they didn't really. They, they went through uh, Ridings, Rodriguez, and then Nick Nelson. So they kind of, you know, had their C squad out there. And they were just kind of hoping they won this one, you know. But um, can't win them all, Rob. Yeah. You know, same thing I said in Baltimore. Uh, dude, when I'm on Twitter sometimes and after every loss, dude, fire Boone, fire Cashman, I'm like, Dude, relax, guy. You, they have like, <laughs> post-traumatic stress of the losses earlier on from the season. Oh, I get it. I get it. Even if you want them fired, fine. But say it after a win, too, then. I want to see the same tweets after a win. Yeah, true. Not just because Nestor Cortez had a bad outing. Um, <laughs> So, game three, we go with the opener, Lucas Litge. Um, But Yankees come out the gate hot. Uh, Voight uh, gets an RBI single gets in two runs 
Um, and then Odor actually was going oppo like Taco today and with a uh, single to left. He actually also had a double. Um, but Yankees go up three three zip. Uh, Perez got in a fielder's or a ground out RBI. And then DJ got a RBI. Judge singled and, and got in a run. Um, Gardner got thrown out. But a uh, big game for Tyler Waiter, as uh, Aaron Boone yeah. calls him. Waiter. Um, Waiter. Big game for him. Yeah, it's just terrible. Boone came in he i remember hearing that he said just that throwing he, nicknames around he, everywhere. he said that he hated nicknames and now he will not stop with the nicknames and waiter just call him tyler you know tyler nah. just call him ty ty, <laughs> ty call him ty waiter is just so i don't know i just I, that one bugs me i don't care if they i kind of people people are mad at judgy i kind of like judgy but i love judgy so I don't know. Waiters. He's got ju- what? It, what is? It, what is Boone? Boone have? He's got Chappy, Judgy, Judgy, Gar- Guardy, Guardy. <laughs> uh, Waiter. I don't think he does Britty. I does yeah. Zach or um, there's another one that we're missing. What? Because uh, I don't. Th- I don't think Gary has anything. Now he can do Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Riz. So he's maybe def- he does Riz and that, but that's kind of that's kind of. Yeah. Um, I don't think he has anything for Geo. I mean, not that you can really uh, Miggy, but that's kind of a that's kind of when Miguel Andujar, um, Clint. I don't think he has anything for Clint. And speaking of Clint, he, I think he made his second rehab appearance today. He actually played well, well the other day that I heard. He Did had, he? Yeah, I think he had a, a double and a single or something. Dude, I was looking at um the lineup when I saw it, and it was Jason Dominguez, Clint Frazier, Trey Sweeney, wow. and I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, that that was kind of kind of wild to see. I did see that as well. Um, and then game three, Lucas Litke is the opener, but uh, kind of wanted to point out before. Obviously, it didn't matter because we won, and they did it. I would say pretty handily. The bullpen actually pitched well, but the and I think the reason I'm pointing it out is because I expect it to happen more often. So now I think we'll go, we have 48 games left in the season, I believe, is the number. I could be wrong on it. But today's, today's punt lineup just aggravated me because they know that it was more typical Yankees BS from the standpoint that they are preparing for tomorrow. And this is the final game of a getaway day where you're tied – for a series and this is the series decision and they sit Stanton and I don't know that just really bugged me and maybe you can he make plays a resting position you Rob I don't understand an, it. I mean, he, the <laughs> night before he played the outfield and then yeah. I mean, maybe they're going to make an argument that judge needed to get off his feet and but they wanted to have his bat in the lineup instead but I understand gonna, it like you can't play Higgy this game but we're going to get more it feels it. like a punt game no, it did. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. We'll not, get. You're not. We'll get more of it. Oh, you're not having. <laughs> Guardy led off in the series. Andy bat. Andy hit second. What a time! What a world! What a world we live in! What a world we yeah, live in! Um, literally. Just wait until you hear who my MVP is for this one. All right. And then we'll be lit. Well, pigs will be flying. In well, this world that let's get into it. Our second. Oh. <laughs> Let's go for our Savage of the Series. So I'm going to go for mine. I'm going to go with Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt came out and he said, I feel bad for Luke, but Luke is taking it like a champ. Actually, we got episode number 5-9, Luke to 
So it's kind of fitting our guy oh, yeah. um, is coming out here and he's performing. And, and um, I mean, Tyler, is it is it a situation that we could say that? No, no. No? <laughs> I don't know, they're dude. They're going to compete? No way. The only situation I think, they got Rizzo for a reason. They're not going to give up capital to not play him. But and you mean to you tell know, me Voight, if there's Voight, a... Sh- Voight, Voight's glove came into play in the series as well. Yes, I'm not going to say that it didn't, and you know that I'm a guy that criticizes defense on that way, but I'm just yeah. saying bat offense could rule, and, you know... If you, I think if that were to happen, they literally... Tra- I think they're trying to transition Stanton into playing half a week in, in left field. No, and yeah, and Voight I'm fully supportive of that, making him DH. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I support know. that as well. I'm just, I, I'm you just know, I'd rather see Craig Allen. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's very throw out throw out bearable. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, because in theory, Rob, like that's the Death Star lineup. You know, you it, you have Judge in center probably. Actually, I had the star, some Star Wars mo- uh, Star Wars music. I'm gonna have to get that actually now that we <laughs> now that you've mentioned that. Joey Gallo and right. And then you have White DH and every Rizzo at first and everyone around the horn where they go. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool. I don't know if we'll see it before playoff time. I'd be surprised. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so Luke is my savage of the series for KC. Who do you got? Savage of the series, Rob. This man went four for six in this series. Plays everywhere. I share a name with him. <laughs> Tyler Wade, dude. Um, he's literally just, like, stepped up, Rob. I mean, I could obviously go a couple different ways with this Savage of the Series, whatever. Judge had some big hits. Um, Higgy had some big hits. DJ has been coming around, so I'm just going to shout them all out. But Tyler Wade has, for some reason, just, like, kind of looked good. In his last, he's got six hits in his last four games. Um, this is when we need him right now to just not be horrendous at his <laughs> job. So, T Wade, keep being not horrendous. Play every position that we ask you to. I mean, the dude plays thir- third, second, short, center, left, wherever. Um, you know, I, there are still people including, you know, probably us at times that scream for t- why the hell is Tyler Wade on this roster over guys like oh, Craig no, Allen I'm, and I'm shit. I'm still standing on that uh, that lead or that uh, <laughs> that hill, yeah. But the, re- the reason why, Rob, is because he can play third, second, short in every outfield position. Yeah. But, you know. His, his dive Wade, today was a, amazing. That was an awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. There's not too many oh, fielders yeah. out in Major League Baseball that make that play. I'll tell you that. He said. He that. said, "I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a. D- I mean, somehow Tyler Wade always comes up with a dirty jersey, Rob. So I feel like he was just going. All right. Well, I gotta act like I fucking played today when I go home <laughs> to my my girlfriend. Yeah. He's a he's a grit guy. He's a grit guy. He's, Babe, I made a diving catch. You see it on Sports Center top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so for Tyler my, Wade gets it for me. So for my uh, MVP of sucking, they stink. I'm actually the only reason that I'm going out with this guy is because, and we can kind of have this conversation. And I know that you texted me the other day about it, 
But Jonathan Davis, only from the fact that he is the <laughs> reason that – well, it's not really Fair he's enough, the dude. reason. But every time that you see him out there, you just say – wow, this is the guy that they are using for their excuse to not have Greg Allen in because they, they, the reasoning they behind the, Gre- the, the reasoning behind the Greg Allen thing obviously goes with the COVID spot and not losing him. And is it, is it money stuff? I forget. Is it uh, money it's, stuff? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like Greg Allen is not on the 40 man when someone's hurt and they call him up. Yeah. But something happened with, like, Wandy coming off of the COVID IL and, like, X, Y, and Z moving that they would have had to sign him to a 40-man, but they could have just picked up Jonathan Davis yeah, see and added that? him to, like, some to some shit like that. It's just so and, fugazi, um, bro. So, so, now, so now they have, instead of, sign, instead of paying Greg Allen and not having Jonathan Davis, they don't pay Greg Allen, wait for the next guy to get injured to call up Greg Allen, and they have Jonathan Davis. So that's kind of how it works. He's just a, he's literally just a body. That's like all he is. He's a professional baseball player body. I, I yeah. I mean, dude, listen. It's man. the Yankees, dude. It's fucking weird. It's they're smarter than us. They know more. That's okay. But yeah. yeah, that's the only reason I'm doing it is because I wanted to bring up that point. I mean, I could have picked individuals out of the bullpen that were sucky. I mean, Ridlings didn't really have a great performance in that second outing but people are really liking him which he does have very good stuff because i mean you're kind of getting him out of the you know, i think he's gonna be on like a playoff roster dude if they make it i really do possibly i mean throwing him into the fire to say the least but yeah i like him yeah. uh but that, that's the only reason i had jonathan davis for my mvp of sucking is because i just want to make up the or bring up the greg allen point but uh who do you have for the kc <laughs> series I could I could just be like super rude with this and go Zach Britton, dude. Like e- even though we won this game, he gave up a run. I mean, you could say it with every pitcher that gave up a run this game. Like Loazio gave up a run. Greeny didn't oh, give up a run. Oh, we didn't even talk about the balk. Oh uh, yeah, see, St- it's. I don't what know. happened in this series? I don't know. The balk, uh, Boone got tossed. We didn't say that, but Boone got The balk tossed. is just the worst rule in sports. Yeah, I they Cohen was talking about it today. Oh, he hates it. Dude. He hates it just because it's stupid because it's not like he was saying and what Loisaga did today and then I think it was who did it today? I think it was Jolie Rodriguez maybe. Whoever did it today, it that looked like a balk. Like, you could tell that he committed, like, you know, he broke a rule. Oh, it was a brave. But, a brave. Yeah, but whatever, whoever made the balk the other day, Laza, uh, in the game, I believe this, was it the game we won that he balked? I think so. That was just, like, utter nonsense to me, at least. Yeah. I mean, the rule is just, I would say, you know, the everything that David Cohn said is accurate. I mean... He doesn't see the point of it of fiddling with the glove. I I don't know. It's it is fugazi too. A lot of fugaziness going pitcher, on with the so Yankees. He's biased. Yeah, that that too. Um, but I don't really know the amount of, I mean, the amount of shit that you could really do with a little glove wiggle that's really gonna throw you off that much. I understand why he. Yeah, you, ju- it's just, you just have to. 
it's just you have to try and deceive the hitter that you're coming to the plate and then not come to the plate immediately. Yeah. Which is just, you know, that's up Nestor Cortez's alley. Yeah, dude, not that Jonathan leg left was hilarious. <laughs> that left. And he just, like, hangs it. <laughs> so funny. Um, but, yeah, but yeah I, I respect the I'm, Britain, the Britain one because, I mean, he hasn't been – he has – It's only because I expect more. Yeah, I do not I Like, I, I expect him to go out and look good, you know, nine times out of ten. I, I'll give it to you every once in a while, but – He's looked shaky. A lot of two-out walks. Um, he's not getting hit exactly super hard. You know, they're just kind of finding holes, so I'm hoping it kind of comes around. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Britain for now. You know, I could have went Heggie with his couple errors, but that's just plain rude of me as well after he played for five hours the night before. And then, he also you know, had so. a game. The game. Yeah, he had a big double, I think, or, or a sack fly sack or something. Fly How many balls do you think, I, at least personally – I feel like six or seven balls got hit to center that looked like homers, like, off the bat to me. Yeah, last year there probably are homers with the with the way the baseballs are constructed. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, a lot were in that Miami game, but that ballpark is just weird. Um, yeah, I was watching the Met. I was watching the Mets over the weekend too, and they were they were playing the Phillies, and it was like the same thing. Dudes were hitting shit on the warning track. The Mets were bitching about it, and I don't know. It's just different, different with the baseballs nowadays, or now, yeah. um, now with the changes. Um, but yeah, that's uh, MVPs of sucking for the series. They stink. Um, but yeah, we have. Uh, I, we also didn't mention. I don't know if I believe we did, or possibly now we could have over over. Um, overlooked it but chapman is on the aisle with left elbow inflammation hopefully he will be back uh, they said he should it shouldn't be more than 10 days yeah i'm uh, guessing it's just kind of like let's get him some rest glaber on but the 10 day il with that uh thumb I'm upset, issue Rob. i'm upset um for 10 to 10 10 to 20 days and I made this point. I, no one really understood, but the the reason that I did, uh, Michael K. Almost every game when they zoom in on the mitts, he's always like, "Why do they have those? Those are just terrible." I think that's <laughs> such a cheating thing. And Glaber had the mitt on the wrong hand. I know. I, but I, I think don't know it's, why he did. I don't get it. So now he's got to be running out with two mitts so he could dive yeah. into second base. I. You know how like the NFL players when they have uh, a broken hand or something. Sometimes yeah. they'll wear the like DBs or safeties will wear that big ass club on their hands. Yeah, I don't know why Michael yeah, K doesn't just, like that. I don't know why. Like the reason that he's saying is because it gives him an extra couple inches or an inch or whatever to tag the base. To me, I don't care really. It's protecting their it's hand, just protecting dude. their hands, and honestly, I think Glaber should just and come anyone back can and just, use it. Glaber should just come back and be the be like um, I don't know two oven mitts and just look like he's getting yeah. ready to take out or a freshly baked pie. Or just stop sliding head first. That too. Stop that too. sliding only, head first. I was watching that game with my dad, and he had made the point. Paul O'Neill hates that too. Yeah. He was like, why the hell is he sliding head first? The reason I think they do it more often is because you have more control of your body in case of a, you know, you shift yeah. yourself or something. But, yes, I do agree with that. Um, the only time that I would really see it as you know i is is the second base but when it comes to sliding into like third or home yeah i would probably prefer for safety reasons unless it's you know 
playoff game or something. It's just Glaber was so hot, dude. He had a yeah, he was getting back game. on his. He's getting back on his bullshit. He was getting <sighs> back to where he wanted to be. And apparently, the ten to twenty days is good news. Yeah. So who knows, kind of. Oh, it doesn't How long mess up it, his it could swing be. a little bit because you know grip That's on what the I'm hand saying. and stuff. I hope, I hope it's quick. I hope it's quick because we lost, you know, Geo for a little bit as well. Yeah, he was supposed um, to come back and then it got extended, right? Yeah, he's he had a setback, and they also said that he's having another MRI, which kind of scares me a little bit. Um, you know, it's one thing to say I, I think he needs a couple more days. He's not going to travel with the team. I but, do not no. want Rugnet Odor being our full-time third baseman. And why, yeah, too? No, Did they say why they don't want DJ there? I we may have missed it earlier. I don't know. Did they say something? Maybe no, they I don't, that I don't know. Why? Yeah, why? I think they're just doing it just to have Rugnet at third and give him time. I mean, they but to they me, definitely want him to get reps at third. But to me, I know that we've been saying it, and we want DJ to play his natural position, but I'll tell you right now that I want DJ at third instead of Rugned and rather have Rugned play his natural position. Well, Rugned Odor is a, like, he's a good second baseman. Yeah, well. no, he is a good second baseman, but, dude, when he is at third, it's very, you know, yeah, yeah, he's not in there, sketchy. so. Um, yeah, it's it's, def- it's definitely sketchy. So, but that's just the Yankees being the Yankees once again and trying Doing to, stuff that they, they want to do. In their world, they're just they're going. Oh my God, this is genius! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for some much. for some reason, it makes sense to them. <laughs> pretty much, but it makes sense to no one else. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, again today, Odor is a better hitter from third base than he is at second base. Oh God, yeah, they probably would make that argument. Um, and uh, like we said, Clay Holmes, coronavirus, coronavirus, as well as uh, Anthony Rizzo. Not good, so we're losing those guys for at least 10 days, I think. And uh, Gary, as we said. Gary should be back probably next week. Uh, later in the week, I would probably guess. Um, and then, oh, also, after the first, no, wait, first or second, no, first KC game, Aaron Judge never talks ever on social media the way. Like, he'll always post his uh, sick yeah, game yeah. recap video. He'll always put that out. He'll uh-huh. uh, he'll tweet out his advertisements and stuff. You know, get your money, Aaron. Respect it. Respectfully. Yeah. Um, but, dude, nothing made my my morning after this after this win. Nothing was better than me waking up to the tweet and seeing oh, him, awesome. him telling Eduardo Perez to go shove it because yeah. I – I have been a harsh critic of ESPN's um, baseball coverage because I don't particularly think it's very good. And I think that they just have a struggle with getting personalities in the game that, um, you know, they tried to get Chipper Jones, but that was a miss because Chipper really isn't entertaining on television and it doesn't really have a good baseball voice and you know he, yeah. he, he he's not as entertaining on television as he is to watch. Obviously, he knows the game greatly, but... But I've always been like, I don't really enjoy watching Sunday Night Baseball and, and the primetime games when they have Eduardo Perez and Carl Ravitch calling them because I, they, they, they just don't do it. I don't yeah, think they, I think the far majority of baseball fans will say that they really don't enjoy the ESPN broadcast. So put Ryan you, Rucco and Matt, Matt Van Sur, Van Scursion in a booth and I'll be happy. Well, you got to have another play. Well, you got to have some dude doing the color and then the play-by-play and stuff. So I, yeah. pro- I like Van Scursion and A Rod. 
he just a, he's so dumb he's a character to me sometimes. he's better when he does the post game and pre-game but when he calls the game he's not as good and i understand why people get mad i will never forget when he called mike ford and babe ruth in the same sentence last year i oh yeah the guy i don't know the guy that i like david Cohen a lot. yeah i like david cohen a lot um even, i liked when they had rick rick sutcliffe on there but he's not like a crazy personality that's really he was just a very good baseball guy and i liked listening to him when when he talked at least on espn they used to have joe morgan and uh the other guy i'm blanking on his name he calls the san fran games those were those were my favorite times to watch espn those are great you know when yeah. red Sox rivalry but nonetheless eduardo perez not really a big fan of him i but when so what if you guys didn't know it was the it was when judge um, got called out on we didn't even talk about this when he got called out but there was no conclusive evidence on why he looked safe though but I yeah. guess this heel was up whatever they won the game um, but Eduardo Perez said we need a better secondary lead by Aaron Judge on a play at the play he was flat footed without taking any secondary you make the call the the little little things play big you should have made it easy without a close play no better do better so there's one in, out, Rob. In that statement, though, Tyler, I don't think his analysis was necessarily wrong, but what he fucked up by saying is no better, do better, and Aaron Judge See, quote I, tweeted yeah, and said, I think it was, these experts, I disagree a little bit with his analysis. These experts being out of the game too long. Well, what, what do you? why do you disagree with the uh, analysis? So the only thing is, is kind of rule of thumb, at least from, from my perspective, when you're on third base is like, you don't want to go far enough off the bag that if there's a hot shot at third, especially with one out, you don't want to get doubled up. Well, here's you, the thing, you gotta, though, Tyler. Like you don't I'm, need a secondary lead because you're not anticipating a swinging bunt. I agree with that, but if you do look at the at the play, Judge is literally when 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 he's going into his lineup and approaching the plate. Judge is backtracking and he doesn't. He's not in that athletic position whatsoever. So it doesn't look one. It doesn't look like there's any urgency on Aaron Judge to be ready to go on a ball on contact. So that's where I do I disagree with you there. And I think he might not have been running on contact. Yeah, but still, he's still he's still he's still secondary lead. He's still he's still already coming back. Where if it is a sack fly, he can have the ability. If he's if he's further down towards home plate, he can still have the easy ability with his athleticism and speed where he can get back. I think that he was backtracking to third base, and he wasn't necessarily in an athletic position ready to go. Maybe he yeah, you're right. Maybe he wouldn't wasn't ready to go on contact. But if you go back and watch the video of the one that Eduardo Perez did tweet out, you can just see how far, like, Judge is, I would say, with Judge steps, he's maybe, like, three steps off the bag, and I, I think he, I think he's correct in saying that he could have looked better in a secondary lead and more, you know, a baseball-looking lead maybe to, like, could, show yeah, kids. Maybe. But nonetheless, I thought it was hilarious for Aaron Judge to be calling out Eduardo Perez. Yeah, he, because, never, he never does that either. Because, because, I mean, Eduardo Perez has his job because of his father, and Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge. And, you know, uh -huh. I mean, Eduardo Perez was in a lot of baseball locker rooms because of his dad and stuff, and he knows the game, and he knows more than me, most likely, and you and everything. But, yeah. you know, Aaron Judge did not like being called out by Eduardo Perez, and I'm sure that he has the same kind of feelings as us when it comes to ESPN. I oh, mean, yeah. he's playing, I mean, I'm, but I'm I don't know. Maybe he does watch ESPN Sunday Night Baseball and he doesn't think it's good. Um, but that was funny. But, yeah, um, 
it was a it was a good week for the Yankees. Uh, good good series wins, and that's what we look for, bro. That's what we that's what we're going for. So I want Rob. We just got to keep winning. It's going to be a dog fight, as we've said. Um, refrain from bad stretches. That's all we got to do. Uh, up just until keep- now, because. Oakland keeps winning. I think Oakland is eight and two in this last stretch. So is Tampa. A lot of eight and two teams. So they're winning, man. That's a everyone's tough... hot, dude. We're in a very good division. Except Boston. Um, Boston's not hot. You know what they? Yeah, Bo- Boston. They stink. they stink. I'm not. I'm. I'm going on record. I don't know if I've already said it, but they're not making the playoffs. Let's go. Fourth in the AL East, which means now they'll win the division. Probably. Toronto's but getting hot, dude. They. Toronto's look disgusting, dude. They're gonna. They're. Just as good, if not as, if not better than, you know. I mean, you Tampa is probably better than everyone right now, but Tampa. Toronto's just as good as us. Boston, Oakland, I think any of them. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I think we're pulling. Well, Boston has Chris Sale on Saturday, so we'll see what that does. It's probably going to reinvigorate. Shit about that. Chris Sale, dude. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, one one last thing. And did you hold on? Did you yeah. see the picture like MLB Network put up today? Yeah, it looked like he was uh, retiring. Yeah, it looks like like Chris Sale just you know came back from the dead or something. Like I better see that yeah. from for Luis Severino. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so my last thing to leave off on, I wanted to to talk about um, just like somewhat of a rant. So I'll I'll get it going. Let me get a little sip of water here. <laughs> so I had been a harsh critic of Gary Sanchez, right? And Correct. Um I shut the fuck up when he started playing well, right? And and I have not said a bad word about him offensively. I you know, I'll still say defensive, but whatever. I'd look bad after Higgy, whatever. I haven't said anything bad when it comes to his offensive production cuz Gary Sanchez has shut up a lot of haters this this um this year. Rightfully so for him. But I've been noticing this trend on Twitter a lot and I, I just think I want to make the point because I, too, had been a harsh critic of Giancarlo Stan, and I say, because when you see him play and you see the optics of it and you see him swing badly on pitches, you say, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, what is wrong with this, dude? But if you go into this dude, and, and the only thing that I think that you can make an argument for or that I think that someone can look at you and say... This is the reason that I I I'm against Stanton and I'm not a big fan of his is the amount of money you're paying him for the production. Understand it, no doubt about it. Yeah, you're paying him a lot of money. He's not really giving you that return on investment as much as you want. But the thing is, I see a lot a lot the golden child that is Aaron Judge for rightfully so. I love Aaron Judge. I'm not sitting here saying that I don't like Aaron Judge. But if you look at their numbers for 2021, they are quite similar in a lot of ways. Aaron Judge out home runs uh, Giancarlo Stanton by six. Judge has 23. Giancarlo Stanton has 17. They are equal in RBIs. Judge has two more stolen bases. His average is uh, 19 points higher. His on-base percentage is uh, four points higher. And his OPS is um, 60 points higher. So he has them in the... Or 50 points higher in the OPS. But if you... The thing that I don't understand is Giancarlo Stanton at the end of April into May, during our hottest stretch, Tyler, prior to this after the deadline, where we were saying, 
I think it was what, like a 24 and 8 stretch. And when we were saying we need to get back to that to winning series, Giancarlo Stanton was the one that set us off on that trend. And my thing is, this dude carried us in 2018 for a month and a half, close to two months. Carried us in the postseason. Carried us in the postseason. I think people just need to check themselves with this amount of hatred that they're giving this dude. Because, and, and listen, if if Giancarlo Stanton is the target of a lot of your hatred and stuff, I don't even I don't even know what Joey Gallo is getting himself into because yeah, exactly. I if you know this has been a bad stretch for him. I will say so far it hasn't been the greatest. He's strung along at a lot of hits and he's gotten on base, but I mean if Yankee fans were anything, to, I mean they started booing Joey Gallo. So it, to me, it's just it's really stupid. It's to just, not put nah. shit in perspective where we're, you know, and it, 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 and I had to check myself with Gary Sanchez. Like I said, he's been producing this year. And it's the same thing with Stan because our prodigal son that is Aaron Judge that started in the outfield has very sim- – started in the outfield for the, all, the American League All-Star team in Colorado is very similar to Giancarlo Stan. And I think it's kind of – he's being looked at as the – as the goat in the in the bad sense and being the 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 bull um like the the dartboard material because it's just i i've just seen a lot and people the one take that set me off i don't know if you saw but one dude i I don't think he was like being serious but a lot of people are saying you know you you made the point of luke voigt becoming the dh which obviously is that that's our best optical lineup but people are saying like maybe, maybe Luke Voigt is probably better than Giancarlo Stanton. I would slow down on that because a hot streak from Giancarlo Stanton blows whatever Luke Voigt does out of the water. I'm sorry. Like if you just look yeah. at Giancarlo Stanton when he's hot. So that that's what I just had to get off my chest on this Yankees podcast because I see a lot of disrespect towards Giancarlo Stanton. Some of it warranted uh, barring what his contract is, but a lot of times it's just bullshit of people just making up narratives and just saying crap like he doesn't care we posted that picture of him hugging the girl outside the stadium like that's awesome bro I think he cares he started slamming his bat I wasn't really a huge fan of him either I was one of those people that was criticizing but now my eyes are opening and I'm starting to really like this dude and I don't know if it's like a situation where he may become one of my favorite players on the Yankees but just because I'm rooting for him just because I'm rooting for him so yeah I I don't know know. that's my two cents bro that's my two cents no I think you hit a lot of I think you hit the nail on the head there, Rob. Um, people that think this lineup is better without John Carlos Stan, um, in my opinion, just aren't very knowledgeable when it comes to the sport. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not taking a 125 WRC plus hitter that slugs nearly 500, gets on base the second most out of anyone on this team, and has an 808 OPS and has 17 home runs in the worst power-hitting year of his career out of your lineup and getting better because you're substituting Greg Allen, Luke Foy, or whoever the hell else you want in there. That's just facts. We're paying him. He's here, you know? Yeah, it sucks that he doesn't play as much left field, but I can almost guarantee you. Yeah, I can almost guarantee you, Rob, it's not his decision. Yeah. Um, It sucks he's getting paid $32 million over the net until me and you are 30, Rob, and that's crazy to say out loud. (laughs) But, you know, it fucking is what it is, people. So everyone's got to relax. Um, you know, judges' advanced stats are obviously better this year. They don't have an entirely similar stats, but you know, for the most part, they're they're the they're the big two in our lineup, and they 
They have been acting like it this year. They're getting so. it done. I think he's also played 92 out of 108 games. So Yeah, John Carlos Stan has been healthy, knock on wood. But um, to say that this team is better without him, maybe if you want to talk about getting the contracts and all that. If, you, if laund- you're replacing him for it, then yes, I'm for it. But to me, I'm just thinking he's logically good, he's a good that hitter, he's, Rob. He's, he's yeah. here. He's, uh, yeah, he's, that when and he's, he's here. B- when he's bad, you know, there's not many people that look worse than him. But when he's good, there's not but when many he's people good, on the planet that are exa- better than him. Exactly. So I think when he goes through these stretches, he can't be hitting second when he's yeah. having these oh, like two for 38 with 24 Ks. Yes. I don't think he can Drop be hitting second through them. Yeah. But, you know, we've also seen him getting a little bit of a little bit of comfort in this like four or five hole of the last like six, seven games. Yeah. So, and you know, it's annoying because – I'm piggybacking off of what you said, Rob. You know, Stanton gets a big hit, and no one says shit for the most part. It's all right. Like, all right, good. You should have done that. Yeah. But, you know, anyone else gets a good a big hit, and it's, you know, blank check, extend them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Monument Park. So, John Carlos Stanton is good. Yeah. Contract um, might not be, you know, team-friendly, but it is what it is, dude. We're the Yankees. We can pay people. We, we got ourselves into it. We have to deal with it. That's what's going to happen. Exactly. Um, but that is it for episode 59 of the Four Train Savages podcast. We have our field of dreams coming up tomorrow, so that should be exciting. And we'll recap that at the end of the weekend as well. Talk about everything. Hopefully we could take uh, compete well with the White Sox because they're a hot team and they're playing well. So hopefully we can come out, scrap together some wins, and, and feel good coming out of the weekend. But um, – once again, be be, uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us at Four Train Savages on Instagram, as well as uh, at Four Savages on Twitter. Um, really helps us out. Check out our content. It's, uh, got some funny stuff. We keep growing. Hopefully, the social channels will continue to grow. We love to see what we've been doing this uh, this this season, and keeps us hungrier and hungrier to keep doing the podcast. So the support really helps us out. Um, so once again, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time.